You are listening to The Bridge Between Podcast, a weekly exploration of how a family history project transformed into a search for understanding, truth, and the points of connection between people. In dialoguing with others, we begin to understand ourselves. My name is Cisco Ramos, and this is The Bridge Between. Good morning. It is Wednesday, March 18th, 2020. Our daily lives are being impacted by the coronavirus. I stopped watching the news, stopped reading what's online. I am plugged from social media. In conversations with friends and family, there's there's a line that I feel that we're all bumping up against, that we're collectively hoping for the best and preparing for the worst. I kept thinking about what I'm doing in everyday life to maintain a sense of normalcy, a sense of routine, maintaining a sense of peace and calm. I don't know about you, but there's nothing calmer to me than cooking. It's my hope that today's episode brings you a sense of calm and hopefully a bit of centeredness. This week's episode is called Cooking is Love. My partner and I went to the grocery store at 6 a.m. We were hoping to beat the crowds and maintain a distance of six feet from others while we shopped. We entered the store and noticed that the fruits and vegetables were picked clean. The bread aisle was decimated. Stockers were running to and from the back in hopes of replenishing the shelves before the morning rush arrived. A young police officer stood in the front, clean-shaven with a pressed uniform. He paced back and forth, exchanged smiles, and asked people how they were doing as they entered. He seemed to be killing time, waiting for the rush, and wondering what else he could be doing in that moment if he hadn't pulled the early morning shift. We walked up and down the aisles, thinking and debating the same series of questions that are on everyone else's mind. Do we buy extra? If so, how much? Will we even need this? The interesting fact about the experience is that it reminded me of being a kid, wandering up and down the aisles, trying to get away with putting a pack of baseball cards in the cart before my dad would eventually catch on. Eventually, we went to the self-checkout line and cobbled together some combination of paper and plastic that could eventually be reused. I thought about how magical the grocery store seems when you're a kid. You have no real concept of money or how much things cost. And to you, it's a simple question. Dad, can I put this in the cart? And if the answer is no, see if you can slip it and sneak it through the metal wiring that's on the side. And if that doesn't work, you can always grab the cart, start running as fast as you can, put both feet on the back railing, and glide down the aisles. And for that brief moment, and with that little burst of wind that's going through your hair, you feel like you're flying. There's a beauty in being a kid, that endless reservoir of imagination and possibility. One of my favorite aspects of being a kid was learning how to cook. I don't have any formal training. And with the exception of a first cousin on my mom's side, no one else in the family has any kind of formal training. I learned to cook through love, through mimicking, and through listening. My dad learned from his mother, who learned from her mother and father. And every day, whether it was waking up to the smell of bacon that would invade the bedroom, or coming home from school in the afternoon, walking in the front door to a huge pile of black beans that were being sorted clean and prepped on the countertop, I've always loved cooking. Cooking is a central aspect of my life. Cooking is love. Cooking is therapy. Cooking is my way of shutting out the world 
closing my eyes, letting go of the day, and connecting. Connecting to a culture, to a past, and to a people. I remember loud Christmas morning debates about who makes the best tamales. If those tamales are sugar, frijol, green, or red chili. The masa had to be prepared a certain way. The assembly line around the table usually began around 7 a.m., with the elders reminding and teaching everyone the right way to do it. How the husk has to be laid on the table, how much you're allowed to fill each tamal, and how many you have to prepare so that you can eat some now, so that you can save some for later, and so that you can freeze some for when you really just want one but don't have the energy to make one. It's an experience that's part boot camp, part love, and 100% making sure that you're doing it right. There's usually seven people around the table. Somebody's brewing coffee, and somewhere breakfast is being made. One by one, Mama is carefully stacking each tamal in a large metallic pot. The pot itself can easily hold dozens upon dozens of tamales, and there's even a logic to where people are situated and standing around the table. Think of it as the buddy system. Two kids are on the end, usually handing out husks or mix mixing the masa. There's an adult somewhere nearby, just to make sure that they're doing it right, trying to teach them what the masa is supposed to look and feel like. Then there's usually two or three adults near the center of the table on either side, putting masa on the husks with a spoon or fork and reaching towards the large bowls in the center of the table where the fillings are located. It's a beautiful mess, an abstract painting on cheap plastic. Once the tamales are wrapped, they're then handed to mama to place in the large metallic pot. This process repeats itself over and over again, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that hundreds of tamales are made on that morning. I don't believe that we ever fully appreciate these moments when we become adults. We're told that speed is efficiency and time is money. We are taught to go fast, to look forward. Yet as an adult, I keep going back to these times because I miss that feeling of being with a large family, of hearing someone laugh so loud that their voice creates an echo, of noticing how a rhythm is created and how food is prepared. That's what I miss. So when I come home from work, I put on music, sometimes even pour a glass of wine. I close my eyes and I dream for the briefest of moments. I think of recipes and what can be made with what I have. I know we're collectively going through a hard time, and it's about to get a lot worse. Please be kind to one another. Please reach out to those who need help. And if you need help, please call your family and friends. Don't be alone, because you're not alone. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Bridge Between podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you'd like to reach out, you can email me at thebridgebetween at gmail.com. That's thebridgebtwn at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at thebridgebetween. That's thebridgebtwn. Thank you for listening.